uh, scripture passage. Acts chapter 8, verses 26 to 39. As I read this, I'm going to ask you to consider, in this passage, who is really doing the directing? Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the queen of the Ethiopians and in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home, seated in his chariot. He was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, do you understand what you were reading? He replied, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now, the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb, silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, About whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak. And starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop, and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When he came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. Now, in this particular translation, there's a little headline to this scriptural passage called Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. But in fact, there's more than just two people involved here. Remember I asked you, who's the real director? Well, it's obviously the Holy Spirit. He's the one who's directing Philip. He's the one who inspired the eunuch. He's the one that brings fruition out of this. So when we talk about spiritual direction, at least when I talk about spiritual direction, the real director is the Holy Spirit. Now, there is a human spiritual director as well. In this case, that would be Philip. And the directee, the person, as he says, uh, looking for someone to guide me, that's the eunuch. So again, this recording is for people who believe it would be helpful to have another human being guide them. Although, always remembering, the real director is the Holy Spirit. So, when I talk about spiritual direction, I'm talking about what I would say the classic definition uh, of spiritual direction in the Western Catholic Church. So, from the time of uh, St. Francis de Sales, a one-on-one -on -one experience between two Christians, one of whom is helping to guide the other. Now, I will give you a more 
technical and sort of a jawbreaker uh, definition of what I'm talking about, but I'll explain it to you based on the verse we just used. So, here's my understanding of spiritual direction. Spiritual direction is a tripartite, asymmetrical, covenant relationship between one believer who helps another reflect and respond to her or his relationship to God. Now, again, I realize there's a lot of jawbreakers in there. Let me break it down. Tripartite just means three parties. So there are three personal presences in spiritual direction. God, the directee, the director, just as in this passage. The spirit, the eunuch, and Philip. Now, this is one of the distinctions between spiritual direction and other kinds of uh, help, for instance, uh, counseling. In counseling, we don't necessarily presume God is present in, in the same way. In other words... Um